Welcome to another episode of the Live by Design podcast, the show where I help you ditch the overwhelm, release the fear of failure, and navigate life with confidence, clarity, and purpose. Welcome to week three of our special series titled Craft Your 2024 Blueprint. And today we're diving into the incredible, powerful practice of setting an annual intention. But here at the Live by Design podcast, we're not just going to do like surface level annual intention work. We're going to take it a step further and take our intention and allow that to inform our quarterly goals. So three months in length. And then we're going to even take it one more step and allow our quarterly goals to influence our daily and weekly habits because how you spend your day is how you spend your life. So let's take it from big picture to daily action. This episode is definitely not about ticking off your achievements or your to-do list. It's about crafting a life where you feel empowered to live by design and not by default each and every day. And the cool thing, friend, is that you get to decide what living by design and not default means for you specifically. This is an individual process. It is unique for each and every one of us. And that is, I think that's such a beautiful thing. So friend, if you are ready to envision your future self one year from now, if you're ready to set your annual intention and drill it down into those goals and then those habits, then this episode was recorded just for you. Let's do this. Hey friend, and welcome to the Live by Design podcast, where we choose to live by design and not by default. I'm your host, Kate House. Each week on the show, I'm going to teach you how to be the architect of your extraordinary life through exploring my signature method, the Live by Design Blueprint. Together, let's explore powerful habits, mindset shifts, goals with soul, self-awareness, and lifelong learning, all while cultivating joy and practicing gratitude each step of the way. I'm here to be the voice of a friend and to support as many of us high-achieving, goal-oriented women as possible on our intentional living journey as we ditch the overwhelm, get unstuck, and take purpose-aligned action. As a certified behavior change specialist, health coach, yoga instructor, and top 2% global podcaster, I'm perfectly poised to support you in transitioning from trying to learn all the things all at once to leaning into focused, action-oriented personal growth that supports weekly, if not daily, progress toward your goals in small, sustainable ways. There's nothing I love more than being the empowerment coach who believes in you and knows that you're worthy of pursuing big, audacious goals. And I'll always be here as an unapologetic advocate for you living your dream life. If you're ready to dive in and live by design, let's get connected. A great place to start is with my complimentary self-care audit. Through this guided exercise and journal prompts, you'll gain clarity on your desires and the habits you can layer into your day to bring them to fruition. When you're ready, you can get started at misskatehouse.com slash audit. So what do you say, friend? Let's live by design and not default together. All right, friend, let's jump right into this episode. So in my women's group coaching program, the Live by Design Collective, we have the four pillars of the Live by Design blueprint. So we focus on our personal foundations, our core practices, our holistic health and well-being, and our long-term visions. We have these four pillars that we are working with. And we have spent the last couple of weeks getting really clear on reflecting on the past year, celebrating everything that we achieved and learned along the way, releasing what no longer serves us. And we studied the four main benefits of a reflection practice. Then last week, we talked about how to set goals with soul. So goals that are aspirational, attainable, meaningful, and seasonally appropriate, like appropriate to the season of life you're currently 
in. And now today we're going to really dive into something that we do in the Lit by Design Collective every single month during our monthly habit planning party. We're going to talk about our annual intention, our quarterly goals, and our weekly and daily habits. So first of all, why have an annual intention, right? You absolutely don't have to have one, friend. If you're sitting here and you're listening to this, whether you're listening to this in January or July, and you don't have an annual intention, first of all, that's okay. You don't have to. Maybe this is a season where that doesn't serve you. Secondly, you can set your annual intention any day of the year. So if you are listening to this and you're like, dang, I actually would like an annual intention, set one right now. You can absolutely do that any day. It doesn't have to be January 1st. It could be the 4th of July, whenever you want to set it. And when I think about setting an annual intention, I think about how I want to feel. So this intention, it's not a a means of measuring achievement. Rather, I want you to think about how you want to feel as you move throughout the year. Questions that you can ask yourself are things like, who do you want to grow into over the course of the next year? Over the course of the next 12 months, who do you want to grow into? What is this future version of you like? So Kate, 12 months from now, she's even more confident. She's got a ton of gumption. She collaborates with others. She puts herself out there. She makes things happen. She's not sitting back and letting life happen to her. She's going out there and creating opportunities, right? That's what I mean when I think about future you. Um, What are some characteristics? Is your future self bold? Is your future self calm? Is your future self settled? Is your future self disciplined? I mean, you get to decide um, what does she prioritize or how does she spend her time? Because how we spend our time is how we're spending our day. It's how we spend our life. So what does she prioritize? How does she spend her time? And this is just a reminder, friend, that this intention, it can be a feeling, it can be a word, it can be a verb, it can be like action oriented. It's totally up to you. For me, my word this year is empowered. And the thing I want to mention here specifically is that my word of the year is a feeling. Now, am I going to feel empowered every moment of the day? No, absolutely not. I'm going to feel disempowered sometimes. There are going to be times when I'm tired or I'm over hungry or my kids didn't sleep well or we're sick like we've been this year with my kids starting school. You know, there are going to be times when I don't feel empowered, but that's okay. I'm not trying to feel empowered every moment of the day because feelings aren't this like constant fixed state. And that's okay. That's just how they are. So I just want to kind of set that expectation. I'm not trying to feel empowered all the time, all day, every day. Um, Be super cool if I could, but I, I don't think that's what life is like necessarily. But what I can do is layer things into my life that support me feeling empowered on a more regular basis. So that's what I'm going for. So that's my example for you is I want to feel empowered as we go into this year. Now that we have our annual intention, and I want you to take some time setting this annual intention, really mull it over, journal over some of those prompts I just shared with you. Um, Think about it on your next walk or when you're driving the car or folding laundry mountain like I am always doing. Um, And allow a word or certain words to start to settle, maybe in your heart, maybe in your journal. Um, And then oftentimes one will kind of rise to the surface as the one that you're like, oh, this is it. Um, This might be a process that you like immediately, you know exactly what your word is. Or maybe it's a little bit like a sunrise where it's like the slow kind of dawning of realization. And that's okay too. So if you need to take a week or two to really land on your intention for the year, absolutely take that time. So once you have your intention, the next thing that I want you to do is to distill it down into quarterly goals. So while our intention is not a measurable goal, 
our quarterly goals are. These are measurable. Um, these are things, these are goals that when you achieve them, support the way you want to feel. They support the annual intention that you've set for yourself. So for example, for me, if I want to feel empowered the first quarter of the year, I'm focusing on feeling empowered in my physical body, my physical health and wellness. Many of you know that it has been a struggle recently. We've been catching all the colds while my kids are in school. And when I am sick, I eat junk food. I don't usually sleep all that well. I'm not moving my body. Um, I'm not doing the things that are supporting me feeling empowered. The one thing I have been really good at doing is drinking water. I drink a lot of water. I have for years and years and years, ever since I got pregnant back in, gosh, 26, 2017 with Dexter. Um, so I've been drinking my water. I got that going for me. <laughs> but when I think about feeling empowered as my annual intention, I'm going to distill that down into three quarterly goals. And I'm focusing on my physical health and wellness this quarter. So you can kind of choose your annual intention and then choose an area of life where you want to apply it. Because I think that there is a lot of power in focusing on a specific area and not trying to do everything all at once, right? That's how we get burnt out. That's how uh, National Quitters Day rolls around and we're like, I'm out of here. I'm done. I can't keep doing all of these things. But I can focus on a very specific couple of items and then I build them into my life over the course of this quarter. So three months. And then three months from now, I will revisit and say like, okay, what's going well? What isn't? When am I going to continue going forward? And then at that time, I'll likely shift wanting that empowerment to a different area of my life, right? Because the idea is that I'm putting these habits into my life now that I will continue going forward. And then I can layer more on in the future. So for me, these specific goals that I have, the three that I have, the first, seven to eight hours of sleep a night. Yes. <laughs> Sleep has not been easy recently with all the respiratory colds that we've had. Um, my little one still crawls into bed with us. He's super sneaky. He's like a baby ninja uh, or toddler ninja, kid ninja. He climbs up in bed and you don't realize he's there until he's like elbowing you and waking you up. Um, so we're doing some things to help us get better sleep. So for me, seven to eight hours of sleep, um, which means having an evening routine that supports getting to bed early, right? Um, my next thing is daily movement. And I talk about daily movement. I'm talking about moving my body from a place of joy. So I'm doing a yoga challenge with Yoga with Adrian right now. Um, big shout out to my friend Pi for introducing me to this challenge. Um, and there are about 20-minute yoga um, practices that I'm doing each day of January. I've layered my Peloton riding back into my schedule, and it feels so good. Um, and then the last thing is crowding out processed foods with more whole foods. So Instead of choosing the food that's highly processed, highly refined, um, tastes really good in the moment, but maybe I'm hungry again 30 minutes later, how can I layer in higher quality protein? How can I layer in foods that are closer to their original state, right? That haven't been processed quite so much. Um, so those are my three quarterly goals. So my quarterly goal is to feel empowered in my body, in my physical health and wellness. And those are the three things I'm doing, prioritizing my sleep, my movement, and my food. And then how do I take that one step further? and bring that down into a daily or a weekly habit. So these are the things that are repeatable that you do to help you achieve your quarterly goal, which ultimately helps you bring your annual intention to fruition. So these are things that we have a habit loop. So the habit loop is your cue, your action, and your reward. So the cue is like a trigger. It's like telling you like, um, you woke up, you turned on your coffee maker, and now while your coffee brews, the cue is you're going to meditate for one minute. That's the action, the meditating. And then the reward is feeling calmer and more present and more centered 
afterwards. So that's an example of a cue and action and a reward. So what we're doing is we're going to create these habit loops that you can do on a daily or a weekly basis, depending on the goal that you're working towards that supports your quarterly goals, your annual intention. So for example, because I think it's really helpful to have examples. I want to feel empowered. I'm focusing on my physical health and wellness, and I'm prioritizing the sleep, the movement, and the food. So what are some of those habits? For me, the cue in the evening, I want to be in bed by 10. Oh man, it's so windy out there. You guys might hear the wind while I'm recording this. So I want to be in bed by 10 because I wake up at 6 a.m. on weekdays right now with my with our like family schedule. That would give me eight hours of sleep if I fell asleep like right at 10. I don't always fall asleep right away. But if I'm in bed by 10, I will will be asleep by 11. And then I get those minimum of seven hours of sleep. So for me, the cue is around eight o'clock each night. Uh, I have a timer on my my phone that goes off and it's like, zip, zip. Hey, Kate, (laughs) I just start getting ready for bed, right? So I'm going to do some of those like wind down things like packing my son's lunch, making sure the kitchen is cleaned up because coming downstairs to a clean kitchen in the morning is like my favorite thing in the whole world. Um, And then going upstairs and getting ready for bed, right? If I'm not in my jammies, I get in my pajamas, I wash my face, I brush my teeth. Um, And if I have a little extra time, I'm probably reading in bed. So that is the cue, the action, the reward. The cue is the timer. The action is this evening routine that sets me up for success the next day. And the reward is I get to prioritize those seven to eight hours of sleep. My second example of this habit loop or cue action reward as it relates to my movement goal is to sit down once a week and plan out how am I going to move my body this week? Because if I have to choose every single day, like what do I feel like doing today? There are going to be days when I don't feel like doing anything. (laughs) And so choosing a way to move is not going to feel great in that moment. But if I can plan it ahead of time, it's on my schedule, it's on my calendar, it's much easier to say like, okay, let's just do it. It's on there. Like, I'm just going to do it because it's there and I've committed to myself to do it. Uh, So we're like lowering the barrier to entry. Like we're minimizing decision fatigue by making all these decisions at one time. Um, So I'll sit down on a Saturday or a Sunday. Now, right now I'm doing this daily yoga challenge. So it's super easy because I'm like, I get emailed the video every day (laughs) and I just do it. Right. So that is very easy. But if I weren't doing this challenge, I would sit down and would look at my calendar and say like, okay, maybe Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'm going to go for a 30-minute walk. Tuesday and Thursday, I'm going to ride my Peloton. Uh, Saturday, I'm going to do some yoga. Sunday, I'm going to do some yoga, whatever that looks like, right? But I plan it out ahead of time. And I coordinate with my husband. I have to take a step further because we have little humans, we have dogs, uh, we have, you know, Creatures we're keeping alive, ourselves included. Um, So we coordinate our schedules. So Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I like to work out in the morning before I head off uh, to work. Um, He likes to do his workouts over lunch. So, you know, we, we work together to make sure that that gets prioritized, right? So that is like a weekly habit. And then the daily habit is, is actually doing the actual movement. Um, and finally, another habit that we are in is when it comes to crowding out the processed foods with those healthier whole foods. Um, that means placing a food order once a week, picking it up for our, our local supermarket, and then doing some food prep. So planning out our dinners ahead of time, planning out our lunches, prepping some healthy snacks for ourselves, doing some food prep. So that way during the week, when our days are fuller, we're kind of you know all over the place with school and work and what have you, um, it's easier to make the healthy decision or to, to just choose the food that really feels best in my body um, if it's already made. <laughs> it's so much easier. Otherwise, you're going to find me with my hand in the cheese box or in the goldfish container, which I love. There's a time and place for them. But when I'm trying to be healthy, get back to those like really... Um, 
those whole foods, if I prep them ahead of time, if I open up the fridge and the carrots are there and the hummus is next to it, it's so much easier to choose to eat that than if I have to uh, peel it and, and cut it up every single time, right? So that's an example of how we take this annual intention, we drill it down into quarterly goals, and then we turn those into daily habits. Now, what do you do when you do all this work and then you have a day where stuff hits the fan, right? It's okay. You don't have to do this every single day. In fact, if you're trying to do it perfectly every single day and then you miss a day, it's gonna be really hard to get started again. So I like to um I like to use the I think it's James Clear says in Atomic Habits, never miss twice. And I like to use that kind of frame of reference. So if I have a day where life unfolds and I I can't get in my movement or I grab fast food or whatever the case might be the thing, maybe I'm doing something that doesn't feel in alignment with those quarterly goals. It's okay. Uh, Life is allowed to happen. And I'm just going to not miss twice. The next day, I'm going to really commit to making it happen again. So that way I stay in that habit loop, right? Uh, Now, of course, all of this is so much easier when we get to do it with others. So that's why in the Live by Design Collective, we have our monthly masterclass where we do all of our learning. We have a monthly journaling session where we journal and reflect on what we learned that month. But I've added two more calls every month, and these have been so much fun. This is the third year I've been hosting the Live by Design Collective, so third year of this group coaching program and experience. And these two new calls are more workshop style. They are so much fun. The first is our habit planning party, and that's where we do the work that I just shared with you. So we actually just recorded this morning. I had six gals on the call um, who were there with us live. Everybody else will access uh, the replay over in the private podcast feed, or they can watch the video in the resource library. But we all share, we take turns sharing what our annual intention is, what our quarterly goals are. And we talk about the specific habits that we're implementing. I always reflect back to all of my clients, all the women in the collective, you know, I reflect back, okay, this is what I'm hearing. This is your intention, your goals and your habits. So we can all get really clear on what we're working towards and it allows us to hold one another lovingly accountable. So this is a time where everybody gets to share. It's not about me. I'm not teaching. I am there as a facilitator. I am there as a coach. I am there as a cheerleader. Um, and everybody encourages one another so beautifully and just shares from the heart. So we create space and hold space for you, which I think is something that maybe all of us probably need a little bit more of. So we just had that call this morning. And then we couple that call. Two weeks later, we do something called office hours, which is where we share where we are growing, i.e. maybe the areas that we're like, I'm still kind of fine tuning this, or this is, I'm finding this to be challenging or what have you. And then we share where we're glowing. So where are things going really well? Like we want to celebrate, we want to, like, we're proud of ourselves. Like, and we share that. And so that's kind of the accountability piece. So we have the habit planning party where we do all of the work of the planning. And then we have our office hours where we get to check in and make tweaks along the way, right? Sometimes we can sit down and we create this habit plan for ourselves. And then we realize like, you know what? I don't like working out in the morning or I don't like food prepping on the weekends. And we decide to move it to a different day or a different time. Um, and we're allowed to change our minds and seasons of life change. And so this is a an ever evolving practice. So it's it's never that we're done, we're finished, we're complete. Um, you are not a person in need of fixing. You're you're wonderful. Um, we're not fixing ourselves. We are just choosing to show up 
and live by design and not by default every day in these small, sustainable ways. So we're not about burning ourselves out. We are not about perfection. Um, we are about showing up with intention, having focus, having clarity, having a sense of purpose, um, and layering those habits into our day that supports achieving those quarterly goals, that supports bringing that annual intention to fruition. So friend, if if that's something you want to do on your own, absolutely listen to this episode and just make it happen. I'm so proud of you. Um, if you want that added layer of accountability and community, come join us inside the Live by Design Collective. It's been here for three years. It's incredible. I'm so proud of what I've built there. But even more than that, I am so proud of the women who are inside the collective who choose to show up not only for themselves, but for others, for the other women in our collective in such beautiful ways. And we would love to welcome you, friend. So that is our third installment of our special series on crafting your 2024 blueprint. Um, and next week or the week after, I'm going to be bringing, well, next week I'll have the final installment. So number four of four. And then we're going to have a special series on vision boards because we've spent all this time um, looking back and reflecting. We've spent time setting our goals with soul. We've set time setting our intentions. Um, we'll have next week's episode and then we're going to really bring it all together with a vision board because who doesn't love to create a vision board? And sometimes, I don't know about you, friend, but I'm not always ready to make my vision board come January 1st. So we're taking our time to kind of ease into the year, give ourselves some time to get to know 2024 and what we want and what we envision, and then create a vision board that is reflective of that, that encourages us and inspires us to action. So sweet friend, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I will be back in your earbuds later this week with an incredible conversation with my new friend, Hillary. I can't wait for you to tune into that. Um, and until then, I hope you have a great, a great day filled with sunshine and love and that you just spread a little bit of joy along the way. That brings us to the end of another Live by Design podcast episode. I had so much fun diving into today's topic with you, and I hope you're walking away with one action item that you're going to commit to implementing in your own life starting today. And speaking of ditching the overwhelm, getting unstuck, and taking action, I would love to get connected with you, friend. It's really me on the other end recording these podcast episodes, answering emails, and recording video responses, and I am dying to get to know you better. You can shoot me an email anytime over at kate at misskatehouse.com or send me a DM or a voice memo over on Instagram at misskatehouse. I'd love to know your favorite takeaways from this episode, the action item you're committed to, or how you're leaning into living by design and not by default in your current season of life. And friend, if you enjoyed today's episode, please take a second to subscribe to the Live by Design podcast wherever it is you tune into your shows. And if you've enjoyed three or more of these content-packed episodes, I would be so crazy grateful if you do me the favor of opening up Apple Podcasts on your smartphone finding the Live by Design podcast with me, Kate House, and leaving a five-star rating for the show. If you're willing to even write a one to two sentence review, all the better. Each new review that's left brings me serious joy, like I do an actual happy dance each time I see a new review pop up, and it helps us grow our community of growth-oriented women. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I'll be back in your earbuds again soon. And until that time, friend, spread some joy make someone smile.